Missouri now has a third Republican entering the race for governor. His name is Bill Eigel, a current state senator in the St. Charles region. He sits down with Anthony Morbeth. So the election is in November 2024, and he is getting his name out there now lobbying for your support. So, uh, Senator Eigel, welcome to show me today. Thanks and, for having me. Uh, let's start out with this question. Why are you running for governor? Missouri needs a bold conservative leader that is going to be able to break down, kick over the apple carts of the status quo in Jefferson City. And, you know, we have seen now for the past 20 years, uh, Republicans have chosen the Republican brand over. Uh, Missourians have chosen the Republican brand over and over uh, and, and and have looked for a conservative leader in big policy wins on the Republican side. But even though we're electing a lot of Republicans, it's there's not a lot of conservative policies getting done uh, down in Jefferson City. So uh, as I travel around the state, there's a lot of frustration, a lot of anger uh, about the lack of movement on big policy priorities down in Jefferson City. We're seeing other big red states, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, doing big red things. Uh, with smaller supermajorities in their legislatures. So uh, I think, unfortunately, right now, I'm the only guy in the race uh, that represents an alternative where we're going to move away from the status quo and kind of the swamp, as we informally call it, that has been holding the state back and stagnating it in terms of policy uh, and really implement all the things that till too often, uh, I think politicians are just talking about in campaign season. I know that property tax cuts was a priority of yours during this most recent legislative session, and uh, I assume it's going to be a priority of yours uh, running for governor, of course. Uh, how do we as a state plan on paying for that? So first of all, I would say that I've never met a tax that I wasn't willing to cut. So property taxes, income taxes, you name it, I'm ready to cut them all. And what we have to understand that right now uh, in the state of Missouri, and actually I think this is true for most states, we are sending more of our dollars to government local government, state government, federal government combined than we ever have before, adjusted for inflation. We have never sent more to government. And yet, I think if you ask most everyday Missourians uh, if they feel like they're getting more for uh, the dollars they send to government, the answer would be overwhelmingly no. So I think that we have a lot of room to make government far more efficient than it is by cutting the tax rates and still expecting uh, the same efficiently run services that government uh, has to provide. So take a look at the, you know, if you look at a, a Missouri and what we're spending per person in this state at the state level, it's twice that of what a state like Florida is spending per person, which is extraordinary given that Florida's population is certainly more elderly than ours and their costs ought to be heavier. So I think we have a lot of room, both at the state and the local level, if we're talking about personal property tax, to cut those rates, uh, to cut that burden without having to then reach around and stab the, the taxpayer in the back somewhere else by just replacing it with another tax. We need a lower tax burden in the state. And that's the difference between Missouri and those other big red states is that businesses and opportunity are moving to those states because they've set up the environments, no income tax, no personal property tax, that are attracting families, that are attracting small businesses. We're not doing that in Missouri, and we're not doing it because we don't have enough Republicans. We're not doing it because we don't have the right Republicans. Uh, we have a center-left coalition of Republicans in Jefferson City that have made the budget bigger than it's ever, be ever been before. It's grown from, from $20 billion in 2010 to $53 billion in uh, this year alone, and they are more focused on new decision items. There, there were $10 billion in new decision items in the budget this year. The value of every personal property tax bill for every citizen in the state 
is about $1.7 billion. So this is not a question of whether or not government has enough of your money. They have too much of your money. Just before we continue in the discussion, I just wanted to mention for those listening that you can listen to this entire discussion as well as entire episodes of Show Me Today by checking out Show Me Today not only on our website, MissouriNet.com, but also wherever it is you get your podcasts, whether that's Google Podcasts or Apple, click like, subscribe and download and take us with you on the go. Having said that, we were talking a little bit about property taxes. What about uh, other priorities if elected? So everything uh, that I'm focused on is reforming the broken government in Jefferson City. Uh, the best way you can do that is take away some of the revenue streams uh, that are allowing some of the largesse, that are allowing some of the waste to go on. Uh, so that's a big priority for me. But, you know, I think we need to look at the, the state workforce. I mean, if you look if you look at the state workforce, 55,000 state employees right now, uh, at any given time, five to 7,000 of these positions are empty, uh, which tells me we have a lot of room to make state government far more efficient than it is right now. Uh, and so I think that's going to be uh, on the docket as soon as I get into office. That's what we're going to start working on. I think we want to start looking at how are we going to protect the farmers in this state? You know, uh, we have China and other special interests, other foreign special interests like the World Economic Forum that are coming into this state uh, and trying to buy up our land for their own agendas. We have farmers. I'm talking to farmers uh, right in this area in the central part of the state that are, are worried about, uh, you know, the, the solar farms and the windmill uh, farms that are coming in. And uh, there may be a, a move to use eminent domain. We've got to fight against that uh, and protect our farmers. We've got to fight against that. What about our elections? That's on my priority list as well. I've been out there talking about the fact that I think we need to get rid of all these machines in our election. I'm the only candidate for governor that's ready to get rid of every one of the metabulating machines in our elections and go back to the hand counting of ballots that work for this state uh, for more than a century. So all of these reforms are reforming different parts of, of our broken government. And if we can do that, if we can get back to our roots as a Republican Party as being the ones that are going to reform broken government instead of growing that government, Missouri will prosper and we will get to that better vision, uh, that better version of Missouri that we're not living in today. What sets you apart from an Ashcroft or a Kehoe? They, they embody the status quo. Uh, you know, in the case of Mike Kehoe, uh, he's a physical personification of the swamp. Uh, he has accepted millions of dollars from special interests ranging from the auto dealers to uh, some of the statewide special interest groups. Some of the most powerful special interest groups in the state have come out in support of Mike Kehoe because as when he was uh, back from when he was the majority floor leader in the Senate to when he's lieutenant governor to what he will be as uh, the governor of this state, he is going to protect the powerful. Uh, he has uh, he has advocated for many positions that are out of step with the Republican platform. He supports higher taxes. He was one of the leading guys pushing for an increase in the gas tax and the largest tax increase in the history of the state. And as I'm going to the pump right now, putting high, you know, putting gas in my tank that costs nearly $4 a gallon, you know, Missouri Republic, the Republican Party is suffering from the fact that we had guys like Mike Kehoe out there leading the fight to raise that tax. So uh, I, I don't think that having one of the most liberal Republicans in the in Jefferson City uh, running in a primary is, is probably going to be a good brand for Mike Kehoe, but that's where he's at in uh, this swamp embraces him. You know, Jay Ashcroft is kind of a, that's a generational status quo. It's a generational family dynasty uh, that is existing in Missouri. 
story. And, and even with uh, as as well known as that name is, you know, Jay's wrong on a lot of issues. Jay, uh, Jay Ashcroft is out there saying that uh, we ought to spe- we ought to sell hundreds of thousands of acres of Missouri farmland to foreign entities. I'm not talking about China. I'm talking about the World Economic Forum. I'm talking about a lot of countries out there that are hostile uh, to the United States, to Missouri in particular. And I don't think we should sell one square inch of, of Missouri farmland. Jay Ashcroft loves the machines in our elections. He wants to protect and keep using the machines in our elections. I think we ought to get rid of them and go back to hand counting a ballot. So uh, there's a lot of policy differences there. But really, both of those guys represent the way Missouri has been for the past 20 years. And the message I'm hearing from Republicans is that they want to change the direction. You knew I had to ask you about this. Mm-hmm. And um, so recently, earlier this week, a uh, story from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch uh, saying that the Trump camp accuses your your pack of deceptive fundraising tactics, uh, implying that uh, they're going uh, to his campaign, but instead going to yours. What's your response? Well, I, I tell you, you know, the 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 that what you're talking about is uh, is some communication between President Trump and an outside pack that's been supporting me. And I can't speak for the pack. I want to make that very clear. But I can tell you that the messages that I have coming from my campaign for folks that I'm attracting directly to my message is one about Bill Igel. Now, the reality is that uh, as a fighter and a disruptor, yeah, there are a lot of similarities uh, between my message and President Donald Trump. And I support the president. I think he's going to be fantastic for the state of Missouri. He's going to be fantastic for America. And I expect our message to continue to be very similar over these next 11 months because I am that reckoning uh, for Jefferson City, just like Donald Trump is the reckoning for um, uh, Washington, D.C. Now, the story that you're talking about in the Post-Dispatch actually came out about two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. uh, and this was more uh, an attack on me uh, trying to imply the things that you're you're mentioning. And I got to tell you, I believe strongly that, uh, and I expected this, that I was going to get attacked by uh, certain media outlets like the Post-Dispatch because what I'm doing is I am bypassing the traditional Republican establishment donor network. You know, Mike Kehoe is getting big checks from the most powerful special interests. I'm bypassing all that by going directly to people in Missouri and without saying, hey, I'm a fighter. I need you to come on board. Everything we send out is focused on me. And that's what people are responding to. So I'm going to continue to support the president. I love his message, uh, but my message uh, is resonating all across the state of Missouri, and I couldn't be more appreciative of everybody that's joined up with the team. Specifically, proposed abortion ballot measures, Mm -hmm. and uh, I know that uh, one right now in the news is uh, one with rape and incest exceptions. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing from a lot of people and reading a lot of different stories that it could be seen as a possible middle ground mm-hmm. from the Republicans and the Democrats. I'm just curious as to your take on that specifically. I don't support those exceptions. I don't support any more exceptions uh, to the existing uh, law in the state of Missouri. In fact, uh, I know Mike Kehoe has come out and said he's very open to what effectively will turn uh, one of the toughest restrictions on abortion in the country into Swiss cheese. Uh, I think he's wrong on that issue. I think that Republicans are going to disagree with him on that issue because for the past 20 years, Republicans have been uh, sending pro-life Repub- pro-life candidates like myself to Jefferson City uh, for precisely the opposite message. Uh, as it comes to the Secretary of State, I think Jay Ashcroft should reject a lot of these uh, items from the ballot. Many of them include multiple subjects. And uh, Jay Ashcroft has done a a really poor job protecting the ballot as it relates to initiative petitions from 
uh, items that get onto the ballot that have uh, that don't meet constitutional muster and uh, have multiple subjects. You know, we saw Amendment 3 last year had 38 pages and 50,000 words. It had about 14 different subjects. He didn't do his job and reject that from the ballot. We had the Clean Missouri Initiative that dealt with everything from redistricting to lobbyist gifts to you name it, uh, should have been rejected from the ballot under Section 116.120 uh, of the state uh, code by the Secretary of State. Jay Ashcroft didn't do it. And I just can't I don't believe that Missourians are looking for a leader that, when called upon to do the difficult things in their job, are going to do it. Jay Ashcroft stood back and did nothing. Uh, and now he's standing back watching uh, this latest conversation relative to initiative petitions and uh, expanding abortion in the state, not doing his job. He should reject those items from the ballot, but he refuses to do that. And I think that Republicans are watching and they're not going to be impressed. Bill Eigel, he is a current Missouri state senator. He is running for governor of Missouri. And this is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.